I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News. State Representative Paul Jacobs from Pomona today joined Republican colleagues from the House and Senate to call for public hearings to discuss reports of neglect and abuse of the residents at the Schott Mental Health and Developmental Center in Anna. Governor J.B. Pritzker recently mentioned possibly having to close the facility. While he shares the governor's frustration, Jacob says he and his colleagues don't accept the attitude that nothing can be done. Governor, we're asking you to work with us, work with us, work with your Democrat and Republican partners in the legislature. We stand ready as a co-equal branch of government, provide oversight and legislative direction. We stand ready to follow through and carry out recommendations and continue proper oversight for years to come. In a report published by ProPublica on February 10th, lawmakers learned multiple investigations by the inspector general designated to oversee the Illinois Department of Human Services revealed incidents of neglect and abuse and a culture of intimidation and retaliation against whistleblowers. Showed has been the subject of more than 1,500 complaints to DHS over the last decade. The state's largest public employee union says it's been working for improvements at Shote and is ready to partner with others. WSIU's Jennifer Fuller has that part of the story. The American Federation of State, County, and Municipal Employees, which represents workers at Shote, says it welcomes support from lawmakers calling for investigations and improvements at the center. AFSCME calls it regrettable that it took reports of misconduct to shine more light on the center, and the union says those reports focus on a few bad actors, while many others continue to care for residents at the center and provide the care they need. The union says reversing staff shortages and investing in infrastructure at Shote will go a long way in turning things around. I'm Jennifer Fuller. An accident at Heron House of Hope this week resulted in the loss of a longtime volunteer and extensive damage to the building. The organization is now asking for assistance from the community as they clean up the facility. That work started today and will continue tomorrow starting at 10 a.m. when volunteers are welcome to help serve meals. They confirmed on their Facebook page they'll be open and serving lunch tomorrow from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Due to the damage of the kitchen, they must limit the menu offering until repairs to the kitchen can be made. Heron House of Hope has served free daily meals to the community for over 10 years. SIU leaders are holding a virtual town hall early next week after it was postponed due to inclement weather on January 31st. They'll discuss the findings of the SIU System Campus Climate Change Survey and answer any questions from faculty, staff, and students. The findings show the majority of the SIU faculty, staff, and students feel welcome and safe on campus, but there were concerns about employee compensation and promotions. For a more in-depth discussion of the findings, you can watch the live stream on the Chancellor's YouTube channel from 1 to 3 p.m. on Tuesday of next week. Illinois' general obligation bonds have received another credit rating upgrade. S&P Global Ratings announced the state's GO bonds are now rated A- with a stable outlook. The agency also upgraded Build Illinois sales tax bonds to A with a stable outlook. It's the third time S&P has upgraded Illinois' credit rating in two years, and upgrades typically mean the state can borrow money at lower interest rates. There were a total of eight credit rating downgrades between 2015 and 2017. Leaders in some Illinois cities and villages say they hope the state will help give them some financial respite. Alex Degman reports. The Illinois Municipal League is outlining some of what local governments want from state lawmakers this year. For example, public safety pension funds have to be 90% funded by 2040, but that's putting a strain on local budgets now. 
IML President and River Forest Mayor Catherine Adusi suggests extending that deadline to at least 2050. Nothing in this proposal reduces pension funds or pension benefits or takes even one dollar away from the pension a retiree would earn. Among other wants, the Municipal League is also asking the state to start fully funding what's called the Local Government Distributive Fund, which used to send 10 percent of the state's total income tax revenues to cities, but now hovers around 6 percent. I'm Alex Stegman. The Illinois Department of Natural Resources has announced preliminary deer harvest numbers for the 2022-23 hunting season. Hunters in Illinois tagged just over 158,000 deer this season. That's an increase of nearly 12,000 over the previous season. Nearly 77,000 were taken by traditional firearm hunters. Archery hunters brought in over 69,500. The remaining belong mostly to a strong three-day youth hunting season, whose more than 3,300 was almost double the last youth season. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News.